Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans' plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on SoundCloud and all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yes, 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 yes. We are back. Trap Chat Alley Oop. Yep. Episode, you ready for this? 12! Damn, episode 12. It actually could be more than that, but yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive it's 12. We took, we took a little break over the, the, the holidays, a little, little time off, a little time to relax and, you know, rejuvenate and stuff. Yeah. We but are, we're back. We are back. As two are the Raptors. Yes. Who... Don't look like they missed a step at all from last year. They are looking real good, man. And this episode was a bittersweet episode, man. I mean, our Raptors are doing great. We are on a eight-game win streak. That can possibly go to more. But the somber side of life is that, you know, we lost somebody. Legend and legendary. I mean, legendary is the only word I can think of. I mean, this guy was... More to just basketball than just one of the best ever. He was he was an inspiration yeah. to a generation, mm-hmm. and he was a father that I aspire to be. Yeah. And all I can say, and we'll talk more about it as the show goes on, is rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. My thoughts and my and with you, your family, and everybody else that was lost in that, in that tragic helicopter. I'm too soon, man. And I still, I don't think I still fully believe it. Still doesn't feel like 100% real. Like it happened, you know? It's like, rough, know it happened, but It's rough, man. You know, uh, we talk about Taboo, he's done a, uh, a bunch of spots here on this the show a bunch of times, and he called in and... He hit me up and was, he told me that like, he was the one that broke the news to me. I was in disbelief, man. I didn't know what to think. And in turn, you broke the news to me. I was actually, it's funny, I had literally just popped a pizza into the oven. And you caught your, your the phone was ringing. I saw your number, but I had the mitts on. I'm like, should I answer this now? Or should I just call him back and you know, let me just answer it? And you broke the news. I was in complete disbelief. Ended up burning my pizza because I was like, "Shit!" All the news feeds. Yeah. But I mean, anyway, we we will talk more about Kobe Bryant for sure in this show. We'll dedicate a segment to him. Um, We're also gonna get into the past games from the last week. As we said, we're on an eight-game winning streak. So Raptors are 33 and 14, which might have added dead on even with the Los Angeles Clippers. Yo, at the end of the day, nobody expected us to be where we are except a very select few. You happen to be one. Yes, Um, and I wonder what Kawhi Leonard's thinking right now, man. <laughs> I mean, he's in a good situation. But no, but that's I'm the thing. Sure, I don't sure know who he is. He is. He's I number two in, in the West. And I, I hear you, but I, what I'm talking more about is like all of the uh, turmoil I'm starting to hear yes. about what's going on in the Los Angeles Clippers locker room. 
Toronto Raptors, listen, everyone loves everyone, it seems like. And I'm not sure, I'm sure that there's, you know, feuds within the team. There always is, as in, as in any family. But I feel like we are a co- cohesive unit. And it's why the next man up mentality has worked for the Raptors. We're also going to get into um, what's coming up over the next week or so. And I, I do believe you mentioned it last week, and I, I agree. I think we have the potential to win a bunch more games here. Yeah, I mean, the, the table is ours for us to run right now at this point. We have a lot of easier games. I don't want to take any games for granted, but definitely very winnable games. I think the Raptors only last two games so far this season to sub-500 opponents. That's, that's like, again, the second best in the NBA next to Milwaukee. And that's considering that we've gone through a ton of injuries. Absolutely. So, I mean, if anybody would have thought with all the injuries we've had to our core guys that we'd be right here in the mix fighting for another title, I, I think, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yes. Considering the injuries, I am pleasantly surprised, but on the overall, I'm not. Yeah, fair enough where I thought we would be. So we will get to all of that and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about fantasy. We're head to head yeah, this we're, week. We're head to head again this week. So, so yeah, I mean, and I, I made some moves, so we'll talk a bit about it. Yeah. All right, let's get into the, let's get into the recap here and talk a bit about some of these wins the Raptors have, you know, started to add up here. All right, let's get back into it in a second. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Oh, 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 it's, oh, it's, oh, run that back. Run that back. Run that back. Run Running it back in weeks like this. This was a great week. First of all, let's shout out Pascal Siakam because, to Eastern, my surprise, Eastern Conference yes, player. Honestly, to my surprise. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, you have him on your team. But let's be real, man. He had a good week. What was it like? A crazy super. What do you mean? He averaged like 27 points or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong, and I'm happy. Look at this guy already no, taking but you, but you Pascal know, for granted no, already. You know, no, it's not even that, but think about it. Being a Raptor fan, like, we've seen Raptors go off and not get, you know, the, the weekly award like that. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's a good, it's a, it shows the progress of the Raptors, I guess, as a whole. And obviously as a Siakam in the eyes of people in terms of guarding respect, being that A1 top dog type of player. But, like, the Raptors don't usually get that type of respect for, you know, like, he he had a good week. Listen, he had a great week. Because, he had a good because, week. No, be, be, stop it. Because beyond the, the fact that his numbers were awesome, the, the second part to this is that he is an all-star starter. And, yes, and, and not, deservedly so. And named an all-star starter and with the second most votes in the Eastern Conference next to Giannis. That's huge. That is huge. So, did he have a good week? No, he had a great week, which is yeah, why he's he had a great week. Player of the week. Again, again, I guess I'm just used to seeing Siakam sometimes on like a higher level, you know? Stop. I still feel he he's I still feel he's not at that level that even before his injury. 
so I think that's why it's come as a little bit of a surprise, uh, well, as, a, as, a, as a good surprise. Well, I hope, I hope that he hasn't peaked yet in his last. No, he has not peaked. That's this is what I'm saying. He has not peaked. All right. He has not peaked. All right, so let's get into the games. All right, so let's start with the. Uh, where are we? This is today is the 28th. So we left off with the Philly win. Did we talk about that? No, I don't think we got into the Philly win. That's right. All right. So all the Raptors did beat the Philadelphia. Yo, and pretty nicely. Yeah, 107 to 95 was the final score. But but they played really well in this game. Yeah. I mean, obviously Philly was out with was uh, without Joel Embiid, and listen, Embiid's a star, so that you know that plays a, a part here. But it was nice to watch the Raptors really hand a loss to a, a division rival who we very well could be facing again in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely could be. And the Raptors, uh, Philly actually led for most of this game, but come time to like really get it in, fourth quarter time, crunch time, the Raptors put their foot down and really handled their business. They showed that they, at, at least at this point in the season, the Raptors are head and shoulders over where the well they're definitely deeper that's obvious because when mb goes out they're in trouble yeah when and, and you know the ironies i've been seeing some uh some comments that maybe mb should be traded and that they should go all in on mr simmons and and i'll be honest i like ben simmons and he's been, and he's been I mean, balling i respect simmons but and he's been balling but i I love Joel Embiid, yeah. even though I think he's a bit of an ass sometimes. Yeah, I, I, if he was on your team, I would. I think you'd I, love but him. I respect how good he is. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I think you would love him if he, if he was on your team. What if the Raptors had a chance to get him though? Wow. Could you imagine? That would be nuts. That'd be crazy. You get Embiid and then you sign Giannis you get and two All Star starter Cameroonians. And then you get the and then team. you put Giannis. The, oh come on! At man. the nah, five, you can't, you can't even do that. That's, that's illegal, man. You can't even. I'm not even about that, man. Embiid at the five, Giannis at the four, Pascal at the three. No, I mean, either or. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah, but this is basketball. Just saying. Just point. saying. Just saying. Two. Uh, you know, you got yeah, Van Vliet, and one is Lowry. That's your starting five. Yeah, no, nah, man. That's not fair. <laughs> that that's, not even, that's like an all-star. That's literally an all-star lineup. I don't know. Well, Van Vliet's arguably an all-star, so yeah, yeah I, would, I, I would say. Honestly, if he did it, it would be interesting if he did not miss those games to injury, because I think he'd be even more so in, in the In the discussion conversation. more? Kind of like Pascal should have been last year, probably. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, in this game, uh, Van Vliet, speaking of Mr. Uh, bet on yourself, he ended up with 22 points. Um... Siakam had 18, Lowry 16, Marcus Gasol stepped up 17. He had, up until he went out this past Listen, game. Listen, he got hurt again, but he's been playing so he well, was man. Playing his best basketball since the Raptor. Raptor. Yeah. yeah, easily, easily. So I mean, more of that. Hopefully, it's not too much of an extended injury. Listen, I, I think that the the hamstring thing won't be a long term problem for him. I just think it's a nagging issue, which is why he went out again. Yeah. So hopefully he's back soon and back on that high that he's been on. 
I mean, it looks like that. The first injury is kind of like a blessing in disguise. It sucks. The, the play that he got hurt on yesterday, he, oh, went, this, he took the guy injury. to the basket. Yeah, this injury, yes. And it looks so nice. And then he hurt himself. Yeah, but I mean, he was playing some very inspired basketball up until that point. So it's unfortunately that he that he went down again, but hopefully he's back soon. Um, what, what more is it, there is to say about this game? That's it. The Raptors. Listen, the Raptors have been playing great. I, I understand that the Philly, you know, they they hung around like the Raptors hung around most of the game, and then they just you know stepped yeah. it up when it was needed. Yeah. And that's a championship team, my friend. Yeah, and that's the thing. Again, they haven't been winning super pretty for the most part, but again, they they know how to win, and they've been proving that these past how many. There's been a few games now where you know the Raptors have you know, let big leads slip away, but they've come up with the win. I don't care about that stuff, man. They yeah. won. End of the day, a win is a win is a win. So that's what it is. Uh, moving on to the next game versus the lowly New York Knicks. And uh, the Knicks had us going for the first quarter and a half. And then after that, the Raptors like, okay, again, that stuff, time is over. So yeah, to me, that stuff doesn't even count, man. Like, they they can battle back and forth for a quarter, even two quarters, even going into three, three quarters. That doesn't mean anything. That just means a team wants to play with the best team in the, one of the best teams in the yeah. NBA and the champs. Yeah. So you're going to get up to play them and you're going to do your best. But as long as it's about sustainability, staying the, the you know, level and, and becoming going through that adversity because it's a game of runs right exactly like don't get it twisted every single team in the nba has talent like these guys are at the nba level for a reason they have talent they have skill but when it comes to the larger team picture it's about knowing how to win and a lot of teams especially the younger teams are the teams that you see at the bottom of the pile they don't know how to do that they don't have the cohesiveness the raptors obviously they have the championship banner right now so they obviously know how to win. And teams want to beat the champs. They get up to beat yes, the champs. So exactly. even those crap teams like Atlanta and New York, they they give their best effort they can during those games to see if they can, you know, knock off the champs. And they can hang for a couple quarters and stuff, but it's it the sustainability. It down yeah. down to the end of the game, but sustainability, again, yeah, my man. Exactly. Winners are a different breed. It's knowing how to win. Yeah. Knowing how to pull it out even on the worst day. Even, you That's know, right. not feeling it that day. Yeah, you still get that win. It's that mama mentality, man. Uh, Lowry had 26 in this one. Siakam with 23. Van Vliet with 16. I mean, numbers are numbers. It sounds like basically an all-around game for an all-around win. And New York is so lonely that I, I don't know, man. And they didn't even have J.J. Barrett. Or... Uh, yeah, yeah. Barrett is, is out for a little bit. Um, hopefully he comes back soon. The Canadian kid, rookie. So hopefully, you know, I, listen, RJ... Listen, we expected RJ to have a better, a better, you know, showing this year with Zion out. We thought maybe there was yeah, a chance. Again, but, I mean, the season's not over either, right? It, but he, injuries have hurt him. Yeah, injuries have hurt him, but again, I still have high hopes for him. I still think he's going to be a really oh, special I, player. Oh, I do too. League. I was specifically talking about rookie of the year. Yeah. But I think he's going to have an awesome career. Yeah. There's no question. Moving on to Sunday, which was the very tragic day of the Kobe Bryant helicopter accident. And unfortunately, like this was really fresh news upon time that all these players had to go and play the game basically it happened and then the game started like the game started at four and it came out that that it had happened at around two, two yeah, 30, one, yeah around there 
132. But like it happened earlier in the day, but but media didn't know about it. Until yeah, well, after. yeah, exactly. They so, have to have the confirmation yeah. and all that. So so basically, you know, those guys found out and had to go on the court, and it was kind of crazy all around the NBA. And we'll talk about that after. The Raptors did get up and still won, and Pascal Siakam was just oh insane. he came out like a man on fire. That was set, fun to watch. Set the franchise record for points in a quarter with, what, the 25? It 25, I thought it was 26. But either way, it, it, mid-20s there, in the one quarter, it was, I thought to myself, this guy was, it was 25, you're all right, because I remember saying to myself, he's on track for 100. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nice Chamberlain game. No, because you're playing me this week. Screw that. Oh, that was Sunday, so <laughs> it would have been okay. I would have been all right. <laughs> But yeah, man, he showed out for that first quarter, and overall the Raptors had pretty good energy in that game, considering the circumstances. Remember, like, the majority, like, I'd say 80% of the players in the NBA, not even just in this game, in the NBA, looked up to Kobe when they were coming up. That's what I'm saying. They idolized him. changed the generation. Yeah, they wanted to be him, 80, I would say 80%, like, easy. And that includes guys on the Raptors, like Norman Powell, where's his number? DeMar was, in his, was in his, uh, was in Kobe's uh, training camp over the summer as And DeMar DeRozan, you know, DeMar, basically yes, modeled know his DeMar. whole yes, career around him, you know? We know this very well. And you could see DeMar was visually upset yeah. on the floor, and yeah. and other guys were too, but I really saw him take, you could see him, he, yeah. was, he was hurt. And, and you know, it was a tough game, but the Raptors did pull it out, even mm-hmm. though it was difficult. Yeah. And again, that that goes to show you that championship mentality, you know. Yeah. Before we go on to the last game for this week, like, what do you feel about how people were thinking that the games that day should have been canceled? I was okay either way. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to play the game, if, if the teams wanted to play, I was okay mm-hmm. with it. But if they wanted to can't like cancel the NBA for yeah. one day, I would have been all right with yeah. it. Listen, it, Kobe's only, you know, what, two years removed from the game, and and not only that, he's around the NBA still constantly, yeah. and he was literally a close friend. It would be like, you dying or some shit, you know? Like, that would be, it, it, I need a day off. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I get it. I could see that, but I feel like Kobe himself would want guys to still play like, I, I that, bet that feels like the, that type of mentality I think I, I someone actually one of the players actually did say that he felt like Kobe would want him to play still like to honor him you know so I feel in that sense I feel that it was the right move to have the game still playing obviously the Lakers uh, Clippers game was cancelled yesterday which is completely understandable but you know no, that one I think that was a no-brainer to yeah. cancel that one yeah Quickly, the last game we played uh, yesterday, another win. This one against yep, Atlanta. Again. I don't even really want to talk about this game too much. The Raptors smash Yeah, 130 to 114. And that even was, that number wasn't indicative yeah. of how bad the Raptors beat them. Yeah, it was like, a wire-to-wire victory. The Raptors really handled the business in that one. I'm sorry I'm dismissing Atlanta like this, but there's a lot more important things to talk about than, than the poor old lonely Atlanta Hawks. And the Raptors just smashed them. Uh, one little tidbit, though, that I the will mention. Thing. Yeah. Vince Carter, um, I wanted to say, like, you know, he came back again and they gave him a really nice tribute again. And yeah. I'm done with the tributes, but it's his last no, year. No, but, and I think, especially in the right 95. Off the, of the Kobe thing, too, yep. like, everyone wants to appreciate yep. who they have in front of them at that time. Right? And 
So shout out to Vince for that. He's always, you know, class act now. And one last thing that the most important thing I wanted Halo. to address is Mr. Mr. Kyle Lowry and the heart and soul of our team and uh, has been for six seasons. And I can honestly say congratulations, my yes. brother. I'm proud to be doing this today and saying congrats to you for the all-time franchise record in assists. He is, he is now the best. I mean, he already was, but he's solidified as the best point guard in Toronto Raptors history. He's a Hall of Famer, first ballot, as a Toronto Raptor, and I think he should have his jersey retired. Oh, he'd be the very sure. first person sure. to have number seven retired as a Raptor. Maybe he goes on to coach. We'll see how the next couple years play out, but Kyle, congratulations, brother. I love you, and it's because of you that we are champions. Calderon himself shouted out Kyle. He said, congratulations on passing me anybody had to pass him like Kyle was the guy he wanted to pass him so shout out to Kyle more big things in the future for the Raptors and Kyle Lowry speaking of the future at the other side of the break we're going to talk about the upcoming games uh, where can you find us man well basically you can find us anywhere there's a podcast hashtag T-C-A-O trap chat alley and uh, you can find us on Stitcher uh, you can find Spotify. us on Spotify, Google Play. You can find us on SoundCloud. Anchor.fm slash TCAO. Illicit Sound. And of course, you can find us on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. We'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Now, the formalities of this and that. Daddy, Mark, Mark, Daddy, so for Kata, make you jump. I still love the production value. Yeah, man. I'm not ready to change it, eh? I like right, it so far. It's really good. Yeah. To, like, I'm gonna keep it for a little while, man. And, and it's fun. Yes. <laughs> anyway, to jump it off, we got a bunch of games coming up this week, man. It's yeah, it's a busy week. Yeah, let's uh, take a look at the docket that's coming up. The Raptors will be facing the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow, Thursday, on the road. So, Cleveland Cavaliers, here we, is my quick assessment of this game. It's going to be a lot like that Indiana game, or, or that Atlanta, Atlanta game was in, you know, yeah. the other night. Yeah. It's going to be quick, and the Raptors are just going to give it to them. I feel bad for Kevin Love. You guys gonna say you think Love's gonna get traded? Yeah. Who do you think is gonna pick him up? That contract. See, I think that's the biggest thing. It's not his talent. It's his contract. I think that's the biggest boom. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let me think about it. I'll give you an answer at the end, at the end of the, the, the show. Right. But I do think he's gonna get traded. Yeah. He, he's had enough. He even, I know he, he even got into. I know he wants GM. Yeah, I know, but that's. At some point, you lose value because he doesn't want to be there. So you're not his playing value is yeah. worth it in Cleveland. And, and I would like to say I'm sorry for Tristan Thompson, but screw you. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I feel I feel like he has value despite the personal off-court type of stuff that my problem with about. him is is personal. It's not about yeah. The that's way what I'm saying. The off-court, you know, that's a different thing. But on-court, 
I'm sure he has value too. I wouldn't be surprised if he's included in some trade rumors at least. So, I agree. Um, the very next night, the Raptors will go up against our friend Dwayne Casey and the Detroit Pistons. The lowly Detroit Pistons, who we thought was going to be better than. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, I Blake, Blake Griffin, obviously. That, that took a hit, right? Yeah. But I don't know what they were expecting trading for the guy. He's been injured so much in his career. Yeah. Well, honestly, Blake Griffin was Blake Griffin, man. Remember, remember, we at one point, we were talking about getting Blake Griffin on the Raptors a few years ago. Yeah, you're talking before all these damn injuries. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. When he plays, I think he's a great player. Exactly. But, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. But think about it. They have D. Rose, who is another injury-prone guy. But D. Rose is playing out of his mind right now. I think they're gonna trade D-Rose. Yeah, that's what I heard. There's a lot of trade rumors for him. I think he has a lot of trade value right sure. now, and I think they should trade him. Yeah, well, Detroit's not going anywhere with their current uh, setup. So and that something. that leads us to Mr. Drummond. Do you trade Drummond to the Raptors? Do you have him? Is there like listen? Last week we talked. You and I talked a bit about yeah. what the Raptors needed. Yeah. And you mentioned offensive rebounding. Yes. And this week, although they won, it was glaring. Well, that they were hurting on the rebound, offensive re- rebound. Defensive, offensive, but, all types of rebounds. specifically offensive they, rebound. Man, they, need, they need boards, man. They need boards. So, so I would be open to a trade for Drummond, but it has to be the right price. The so Raptors right now, we talked a bit about this last week. I revisit it because I, I the, the, after this week, I feel like we really could use some of yeah. So imagine our big lineup. You got Drummond, Gasol, or Ibaka. Or Ibaka. Or Ibaka, yeah. yeah. Or Ibaka. And, and then OG. Yeah. And Pascal. Yeah. Think of that big lineup. Yeah. Gurney. So, again. And then you have then, Kyle Lowry who rebounds well for a point. Good, good point. So, plays much bigger than his size. Yeah. So, again, so give me a, a trade that's worth it to you. I don't know, man. Cause again, I don't want to like. You know, I, I I feel I feel affinity for like some of these guys, man. Yeah, but, but it was the same as last year with Valanciunas, man. We were hurt, but you know, you got to give up something yeah. to get something. Shoot. So, but be real. But the, see, that's the thing, though. Is is Drummond like? A, is he like a short-term thing, or is he like something that? Well, his contract, I think, is still two more years. So he's not short, short-term, but short mid-term. I mean. I think the, one of the obvious things would be like Norman Powell, probably. Um, I don't know what else I would throw into that packet. Maybe a, a couple picks. So say that again. Powell and a couple picks. What, like first rounders? No, I think more like second rounders. Uh, I mean, it could be a first rounder. It could you be think a. That's, you think that's a, fair? It could be a first rounder. Detroit would never do that. And two, one first, one second, or something. They'll never do that. You're giving, you're giving a perennial all-star the best rebounder in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, but where, where are they going right now? That's not the point. That's why they get picks. Yeah, okay, but then, then the picks are higher. Fine, we'll get two, two first rounders. One unrestricted. They need to get a top ten pick or something. Yeah, we're not going to be a top We won't. We're not going to be a bottom But, it'll, but they, need, they need a big yeah. trade piece to be able yeah. to move up in the draft. They Fair need, enough. They need something to rebuild. Fine, we'll give uh, we'll give like one of the other young guys like uh, uh Davis. Does Terrence Davis get traded? Nah, maybe like a 
I love that you can't get rid of a guy you can't get even drafted. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's great. You, you need a third point guard. Okay. So, boom. Give me another player. You are not getting drummed for Powell and a couple late first rounders. <laughs> it's not you good dreaming. Fine. Uh, we're going to have to give up Boucher too then. In a couple drafts. That, How about that? that deal might work. How about that? That deal might work. But they works. might even want more than that. But but at the, the same time, Boucher has potential to be a, a star. And Powell is arguably the sixth man of the year right now. Mm-hmm. And and then two first first rounders unprotected. So whatever the Raptors can give up, they give up. Or you can throw out Matt Thomas in there. They might have to just for contract. I do that trade. Yeah. I'm definitely considerate. I'm definitely considerate. I would do that trade. But uh, yeah, again, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of other things that you'd have to look in terms of like length of contract and stuff like that. But just thinking off the top of my head, that's something that I might table at least to get the, uh, the conversation started. Again, our big lineup would be the best in the NBA by far. Yeah, that'd be a huge. You would just, they would destroy. Everybody up grabbing board, just throw it out to Pascal. Throw it out to Vat. Imagine you, to you literally would have Gasol as your power forward, yeah. and he would play like a point guard, like a forward guard. Yeah. And you'd have Drummond and and you know Siakam, Siakam or Ibaka yeah. crashing the boards. Yeah. And Anobi. Brother, that, that nobody's touching that big line. Yeah. The Raptors would walk yeah, they'll through be eating, teams. They'll be eating words. They would walk through they'll be eating words. It would actually be ugly. Yeah. And, and and I would hate to see Powell go. Yes. Especially as I as I don't want to see, didn't want to see Valanciunas to go. Valanciunas's numbers right now. Yep. Are like 18 and 10 or some crazy. We already knew he was efficiency in a double double machine. We already knew. And he's healthy. He's been healthy the whole year. Yeah. So that's been always the knock on Valanciunas is he couldn't stay healthy. And he's not as good of a passer as Gasol is. It, his three-point shooting is still pretty efficient. He's been mm-hmm. not bad. To, yeah. You know, like All right, not bad. It's so not serviceable for sure. Like so, at the end of the day, you got to give up something to get something. It's true. And if if Powell is the what is the sacrificial lamb, so to speak, that's a trade, tough man. swallow. But yeah, you got. If we got rid of if sure. we got rid of Demar. Yeah, for one year rental. But that one, I can easily deal. Was, that, yes, I can I, easily deal with getting rid of Powell for see, Drummond for two years. I see your logic. I see your logic, and I cannot argue your logic. It just would be, you know, it, just, it would hurt a little. Bit. Of course, he started hurt. his career with the Raptors. He's been, he, and he's increasingly gotten better, and he's finally been consistent. Yeah. It would hurt. Yeah. But we would destroy teams. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be good. It'd be nice. Imagine going up against now, against, you know, again, that Joel Embiid or Giannis. Remember, they're big guys. Mm-hmm. You are going up against the wall of a Baca, Gasol, yeah. and and Drummond. Imagine! Yeah, that's pretty serious. Anyway, Actually, I digress. Let's, yes, let's get on to the next game. On Sunday, we will be playing the Chicago Bulls at uh, 3 p.m. This is actually a home game. This is February, so 
The Raps had a lot of real road games this past month. In February, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight home games versus two road games. Wow. So on top of the lighter than wow. lighter schedule than what they had How before. Did, I'm looking at that right now, and that's insane. Yeah, so the Raps... Why gonna, is it that the NBA messed up here? I mean, it's in our favor, Yeah. but... It's oh, the Raptors are gonna eat, man. Especially, espe Ooh, imagine if they make that, that trade. Well, imagine if they actually make that trade, and then they and have you got and you got two months yeah. to get stuff together. Yeah, I wouldn't bet against the Raptors. Nope, <laughs> nope. That'd be nice. But yes, yeah, Chicago on Sunday at 3 p.m. That is also Super Bowl Sunday. That's why it's an earlier than normal game. You watch football? Uh, casually. You gonna watch casually. the Super Bowl? I will. I will. I watch it. I probably won't. Sometimes I do. I, I put it on, but I don't sit and watch it. When I used to drink and party and that kind of stuff, I go yeah. out and watch. It's fun, fun occasion. Mm -hmm. But I don't care about football. Not, yeah. not even a little bit. And ever since the Colin Kaepernick thing, man, no, mm, turned you off. I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna have to beep this one out. Fuck the NFL. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just not a fan. All right, I hear. It. Fair enough. Fair enough. But the last game of the week that we'll be covering, this will be on the Wednesday. <laughs> Indiana Pacers. This is going to be a big game. Uh, I, will, I think Oladipo is set to come back tonight, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, we'll get a little more into that later, because I am doing backflips that Oladipo is finally back. Yes. But he's coming off the bench, and I'm not expecting too much tonight. Yeah. But by this time, so it's going to be a, actually a, a home and home series. Indiana, Wednesday and Friday. Um, obviously, we'll have chat chat alley next Wednesday, so we'll cover that first game, which will be in the Air Canada Center, and that should be a really good matchup. Indiana, I think, is currently fifth. Fifth, I think, yeah. Fifth or sixth. Fifth, yeah, maybe it is sixth. I think it's fifth. Um, and to be honest, that's right about where we expected them to be. Mm -hmm. um, but that's been without Oladipo. Yeah. So look for them to make a surge in the second half of the season, man. I think they're actually going to be a really good team. And I don't want to play them in the first first they, round. They actually may be in, uh, in the trade market because they have a lot of uh, assets. True. I have Miles Turner. Uh, Miles Turner my, would my, help the Raptors. Yeah, but Miles Turner, he's not getting as many minutes because DeMontis Sabonis is playing, playing so nicely. Yo, he's and especially been off now, the chain. Especially now if you add in, uh, I know obviously this guard versus forward center, but if you add in Oladipo, you know, that might shift things even more. So I'm sure they'll have one or two assets that they can make a trade. I don't know if it's going to be a major trade or a minor trade, but definitely Indiana has assets that they can use at their disposal if they didn't want to make a trade. I I think they're going to be good, and I don't want to play them in the first round. And I think that if they whoever they do play in the first round, they have a shot to win. Yeah, for sure. They'll make it a deep Again, they, they can still be the home team in the well, first I, round. Yeah, or six and five. You know what I mean? Those, yeah. those, those to say they because five and four play each other yeah easily if indiana's five they could beat who's number four boston boston or philly philly well yeah. either one of those teams yeah i'm saying a healthy that's indiana a, could beat yeah, either miami, one of those teams. or again, miami I, I, that's why the raptors that's another incentive i think miami's actually going to be a really good team i think in yeah. the long run they're going to be the top three for a while i just think they're too too inexperienced yeah, they need more I mean, reps. Butler's the man, yeah. and you'll see him go off, but I think they... they I, I asked, we'll get, let's see how the second half plays they're out. Like but right 20, now... They're like the 2014, 2015 Raptors. Yes, you know? I believe that uh, maybe even less. I don't think they... I have this sinking suspicion they lose in the first round. Yeah, probably. And, no, I don't think it's probable, but, but I could see it. And 
It depends on what their matchup is, of course. Well, again, they play a team like Indiana. I'm telling you right now, Indiana could beat them. Boston will beat them. Boston? Oh, yeah, but I don't think that's going to In a seven-game series. But, Babe, uh, that's a second-round matchup if that happens, yeah. right? Yeah, at this point. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with the whole, you know, standings thing. Uh, again, that's why I said it's important for the number two seed. Because if the number two seed will most likely face Orlando at this point. Which... Again, Which again, I think we should win in four or five games again. Yeah. You know this this so. year has to be a sweep. That's what I'm thinking. But you know, it is what it is. That's in the future. As for now, the Raptors are sitting pretty, and it's looking. The outlook is very nice. So, so far, so good. Yeah. I can't scream and say we're the best team in the NBA, but we're we are way damn, we are damn, damn good, good team, and we're way better than anybody predicted, and a little better than I predicted. Yeah. So. And they're still a contender, like a legit. No, a they, legit they literally could win the title. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right, so we'll be back after the break, and we're going to, you know, slow it down a little bit and, and talk a bit about the, the Kobe Bryant tragedy. Um, I just want to say quickly before we get into that, that I'm, I'm thankful for where I am today. Yeah. And I'm proud to be in a situation where... I don't take for granted my life, man. Mm-hmm. And you gotta enjoy every moment. And that—that's what I want to say. Leaving here, just right now, before we get out of here, is just you know, make sure you you value the people that are with you, man. Straight up. Anyway, make sure you can you can find us anywhere that there is a podcast: Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Oh, Listen, sounds Anchor. all hashtag TCAO. Anchor.fm slash TCAO. And of course, Illicit Sound. And lastly, but definitely not least, Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. We'll be right back after the break. We're going to talk some Kobe Bryant. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah. And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs, and and we and we need to build a culture for our fans, and that culture is winning, 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 winning. Hi, right, man. I want to take a last sip of this yeah. rum just yeah, to... Actually, that's, 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 that's you know what? Let's start with a toast. Toast. Yo, honestly, to, to one of the best basketball players I have ever been witness to see live on television. Um, I met him once in a very brief passing. Uh, just, just walking past in the ACC at the time. Um... And I aspire to be a father like he was to Gianna and the rest of his kids. Um, cheers, Kobe. Rest in peace, my brother. And uh, to all the families of the people that were in that helicopter, um, our hearts, like, they bleed for you. Yeah. I mean, I aspire to grow as I move along, just like how Kobe has grown year to year and even just inspire people and become better and always 
be on the hunt to get better and better and better people around me as well. So I think I think that's one of the biggest things of Kobe's legacy to me. So all right, so cheers, cheers to number eight. Cheers to number eight, number, number 24. 24. Kobe, we're going to miss you, brother. All right, now, man. I want to talk. You started talking about the legacy that represents to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make, like, again, talk a bit about how he represent, what he represented to me. And, and again, I'm a Michael Jordan guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I will... I believe that Michael is the best player of all time. Not LeBron, not Kobe. But, you know, there's a reason why he wore number 24. Because mm-hmm. he was the next one. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the one, but he was the next one. And he pushed the game internationally beyond anything I can imagine. You know, with his, his time with the USA. And, I mean, being from you know Italy and that's where he learned his his basketball career and I just I guess the legacy for me is what he has represented to a generation mm-hmm. as Michael was our generation mm-hmm. the one below us yeah Kobe is their Easy. is their guy they looked up to wanted to be like when you shot a piece of paper into the yep. you know garbage basket Show Kobe. you were Kobe you know and you might be Kawhi now but <laughs> the, the bounces off the off the rim but Kobe brought something to the NBA and to and I and I hear you saying that that mentality and that and I want to say mentality. yeah and I, I want to say that you know to add to that you know, he did grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, mm-hmm. and he exemplified the "I'm not perfect, but I want to be better." Mm-hmm. And I know I've made some colossal mistakes in my lifetime. I think everyone has made mistakes. I think that's part of life, right? You make mistakes, but then it's what you do with those mistakes. Do you learn from those mistakes? Do you grow from those mistakes? And Kobe grew. Yeah. Um. You know, we can't talk about Kobe's legacy without about talking about, you know, the court case. And mm-hmm. it came out that, you know, Kobe was, uh, you know, uh, charged with sexual, sexual assault. And, you know, people took it as far as rape. Mm-hmm. And even though he was never formally charged with that. And added to that, he was never formally convicted. Mm-hmm. Of anything, settled out of court. He settled out of court, which, I mean, you can look at a million different ways, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. At the end of the day, he said, you know, it was a consensual sex, which, I mean, from a standpoint that he was married at the time, obviously that's you know. It's still adultery is yes. still wrong if you don't agree with if your if your spouse doesn't agree with you being with other people, then then that is you know fundamentally wrong, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there is a line between sexual assault and especially rape, um, and adultery mm-hmm. that's still consensual. And, you know, I guess we'll, as a, as a generation, we'll never know, um, what really happened in that hotel room, mm-hmm. the whole story. Yep. You know, you can read transcripts all you want, but... We weren't there. And, you know, I really do believe in the whole situation of 
guilty only after being proven. Mm-hmm. You know? Innocent till proven guilty. That's what we. That's how we should live our lives. You can't assume something if we don't know. And and whatever happened in that room, because I'm not passing judgment on him, mm-hmm. nor am I passing judgment on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking past that, because I don't know and I wasn't there and I I can't judge except for what I see as mm-hmm. as an external party. Yeah. Um, he grew from it. He learned that it seemed to me, I'll be honest, because I had already, I was working with the fan and I didn't like Kobe Bryant. I thought he was a bit of an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, when I met him, he was nice, quick in the, you know, but it was just a quick passing. But I just yeah. sang through the media what I had seen, what I had heard. Yeah, of course. He didn't seem to me like a real nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. Cocky. He was young, man. And, and I feel like at 20, I think he was 26 or 27 when that whole incident went down. And when it went down, I feel like he matured. And I don't know, I, we all know and can joke around about the fact that it cost him a whole bunch of jewelry for his wife, right? Or whatever. whatever but I don't judge her, his wife, for accepting him back. I, I respect it. It's always like that. It's always that's always a thing between like A and B, you know, like C, D, E, beyond. Like that's not any of our business. It's all about what they come to a conclusion, whether they want to be together still or they leave or whatever they do. That's their thing, and I don't think it's fair for other people to judge that. I I agree more, but I'm talking morally here, and I'm not even judging. That's what I mean. I I, I value somebody. That understands forgiveness to a level yeah. that that allows for whatever kind of lying and deceit and whatever that was that was part of the you know this situation that they can grow past it and be stronger because of it. You know, people are gonna make the jokes that it was about the, the ring and all that stuff, but and and I'm sure that helped. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. But Deep down, it's more about the humanity side of forgiveness and growth and understanding and and what a family unit is supposed to be like. And after that moment, Kobe Bryant, I mean, he was already a great father. You started to see it, but he just became a family man. Mm-hmm. And his family was everything to him. And Gianna, you know, rest her soul, she... You could tell in pictures with them that they were close. They had a special bond, for sure. And, you know, I think I read recently that he just, uh, Mambasita, he, he just... Uh, coined that. Coined, copyright, yeah. and so she could, you know, make money off mm-hmm. it. And, I, I, you know, I always hear about artists making their daughters. Nas did that, made his daughter... Uh, an executive producer or something yeah, like that and credits DJ Khaled whatever oh yeah Khaled did the same thing yeah. with his son that's right that's a recent situation yeah. and and that kind of stuff goes to show you that these guys are they understand what a legacy to their family means and Kobe had that mm-hmm. and personally you know I have a daughter of you know two and a half years old here and I can only hope that I can be as good of a father as it, it seemed mm-hmm. as Kobe was to to Gianna and the rest of his, 
his family. Yeah. I mean, the guy was running the Mamba Academy where, you know, he, had, he was teaching young kids not only about basketball, but about how to use that to empower other parts of their life. This man was writing children's books. He won an Academy Award for a short film. Yeah. You know, he, he was branching out into so many other parts just beyond basketball. Obviously, he was still heavily involved with the basketball world, NBA world, even beyond the NBA world. He's doing things in China as well. But even beyond basketball, he was doing bigger things. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, we have to wrap up this segment, but the last thing I want to say is the same thing that I said in the last segment. Hug the people you care about, you know? Tell them that they mean something to you, you know? Value the, the people that you love because it can be over like this. Yep. That's it. Yep. And you just never know. There's only two things in this world that are guaranteed, and that's you're gonna be taxed in some way, no matter what country you live in in this world. There is some form of tax and dying. And listen, we can be somber about this for the rest of the season, or we can take it as an inspiration and just value what you have. You know, don't take for granted the relationships that mean something to you. And make sure you live every moment to the best of your ability because it could be over just like that. Yeah, and give your full effort on everything that you do. Let's take. 24 seconds before we go to commercial. Presented by Trapped Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trappedsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Chat Alley You season four episode twelve I believe right is that and just as as Mamba would have wanted it we're gonna keep talking some basketball yeah man still talking ball still balling man ball till you fall and uh, let's talk about some fantasy so last week when we talked about fantasy I was cussing about uh, injuries because I had about at the time. Six injuries at the time, I think it was. So, I had six injuries pretty much for the rest of the week. Yeah. So, I took an ass whooping last week. Mm-hmm. I think I lost 11 1. I'm not even sure, but it was really bad. Yeah. Um, this week, you and I play each other. Yeah. I started on Monday and Tuesday with six guys on the injured list. Yeah. I dropped a couple guys yesterday and I picked up OG Ananobi as a power forward. And I picked up 
Who is that again? I saw, but I can't remember. I know you dropped marketing and I saw that. Yeah, because he's out for six weeks, so it's useless, right? Yeah. I kept him last year as a keeper, and then it just didn't work out for me this <laughs> yeah. year, man. Yeah, he just... Again, he's a guy that he still has potential, but just this year, injuries and... It didn't work out for me this year. I, I, he let me down this year in fantasy, yeah. I won't lie, because I, I made a trade to get him, and I you know I kept him on the injured list yeah. all last year. Yeah. And yeah. That one hurt me a little bit, I think. Anyway, um... I can't remember who the other guy was that I picked up. Oh, it was a point guard. It was uh, George Hill. Okay, yeah, that's right. And I dropped him already because he had a crappy game and Oladipo's back. Yeah. So he got yeah, dropped just course. as quick yeah. as he got picked up. And Obi's still on my roster. But as you were alluding to earlier, the Raptors are not all healthy. They're mostly healthy. Anobi went down again yesterday with with some kind of thing, and we're not. I'm not even sure they've come out with what the, the issue Game is. Game time decision. Yeah. Um, see what happens. And Gasol went down again with the same hamstring. Yeah. I think he's out two, probably two or three games again. Watch. That sucks for you, man. Last Lucky for you. Last week, man. Last week I was riding nice. I had uh, I picked up Dwight Powell, and he immediately went out with a. Unfortunate season-ending injury. So I only that got, sucks for Canada, man. Yeah, I only got nine minutes out of him, like one point, whatever, whatever. Then I picked up Javale McGee, and that guy was out. He's back now, though. Yeah, but he was out for me. Yeah. I didn't get one game out of this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I end up narrowly losing last week, just because towards the end of the week I lost too many man games. But this week again, we're head to head. So, um, I I have three already, three guys out this week. Not as bad as you, but still, like, I'm still feeling it. Derrick Rose on Monday, he was out Tuesday. This is a big one. Giannis Antetokounmpo did not play, so that hurt me big. And then tonight, Miles Turner is out. So, those are three games down for me. Um, I think right now, last time I checked, it was like, 8-4 or something like that. I don't know. I'll tell you right so, now. I'm sure I'm losing. It's 8-4 uh, for yeah. you. Yep. So hopefully I can still hold down the four again. I still have a lot of guys that are that are balling out. I have Siakam. So he was player of the week and he's continuing his thing so far. Well, um, well I'm looking here right now and you still got well, you got actually a game ahead of me still left over too. Yeah. Um, but my team looks like I got Jordan back. And Ananobi looks like he's actually playing. They look like they've cleared him. So, yeah. so he should play tomorrow. Yeah, he's not in the um, He should play tomorrow. Court. So, really, right now, the only two players I have out right now are Marcus Gasol <laughs> mm-hmm. and Paul George, who might be back tomorrow. Yeah. So, I actually don't have a terrible lineup for the rest of the week. Yeah. But right now, looking at the situation, unless you get a bunch of injuries... To even out the score, hey, 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 none of that, man, none of that. Then I think I mean, you, you've, you've pretty much, can, you know, I might be able to catch you in steals and double doubles, maybe. But be honest, you've already won this week. Like it's, again, it depends. I need Giannis to play some games this week, man. I need him to play at least one or two games. Either way, he, he brings numbers, man. If he's not playing, then any it's, the door's open. The crappy thing for me is I've had to give up a couple guys throughout the season so far that ended up coming back after injury and played really well. And uh, Serge Ibaka. Uh, that's a good uh, example. He's on uh, my team. And I, 
I just too, lost too many man games to be competitive this season, probably. Hopefully Oladipo, which I was just looking at, and I'll tell you what his line is right now, because it's actually not that bad, considering, because he did come, he was supposed to have come off the bench today. Yeah. So, uh, that's the fourth quarter, so it's actually not great, but... But what do you expect from no, the no, guy? No, 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 listen, I'm, no, I'm not, ex I, I'm expecting these numbers. Yeah. Six points, two rebounds, four assists. And from field, like, a hundred percent from the free throw line, but his field goal percentage is terrible. How many guys have playing today? I don't even know one. I know I have only two guys because uh, five or six. Yeah, I only have two guys: uh, Derrick Rose and Shea Gilius Alexander. So, yo, Shea has been. Balling. He's been nice for me. He's one of the Can't not, not pleasant surprises. He's going to end up as an all-star at some point. Oh, for sure. Easily. He's like one of the top uh, Canadians in the game. Easily. No question. Yeah. No question. Anyway, you're winning, and I think you're probably going to win. Maybe I can gain a category or something. We'll see how it goes. I, I'm expecting, as long as my team is healthy here down the stretch, that I make a run for it. I'm not making the playoffs. I don't think it's possible. But... But maybe I can at least, you know, screw up some of the teams up the top near the yeah, end. Yeah, please, please do. I think this is the last uh, head-to-head I have for, with yeah, you I think so too. for the regular season. So go ahead, by all means, man. Screw them over, man. Let, give me a path. We'll Clear see a path. How, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, right now I'm sixth, so I'm holding down the last uh, playoff spot. I was actually fourth last week, but then, again, I had a tough end of week. A couple uh, guys hopped over me. So we'll see what happens. Man. All right, man. Yo, as always, this is a pleasure. I love doing this every week. I mean, it takes some time, you know, but you got to put some time for the things you love. And yes. I and I love basketball. So uh, here's the thing. I value what I do here. Mm -hmm. And I value the time I spend here. And I value the time that we get a chance to do this. Yes. So shout out to anybody listening. Remember, in the name of Kobe, spend some time with the people you love this week, man. And watch some Raptors because we're going 12 and 0. Yeah, baby. And before we get out of here, Nick Nurse has a really good chance to be the Eastern Conference All-Star coach. The Raptors have to be in second place as of the end of play on Sunday. And right now they are like what, one game up. One I think? game. One game, game up yeah. on, on Miami. So and they have a game in hand this week. That's right. So if the Raptors win out, which is very possible given the schedule, it's uh Cleveland, uh Detroit and Miami, Miami. And, and not Cleveland, Detroit and uh, Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they get this done and Nick Nurse and his team. That'd be cool. Are the coaches for the uh, All Star game? Oh yeah. Make sure. This is a, a a quick shout out to all the the coaches. Vote Lowry. All right. Till next week. Yes. I'll see you then. You can catch us everywhere. Hashtag TCAO. Um, my name is Elicit. His is Mikey Charlie. Yes. Till next time. For fans. For better. For worse. Forever. Peace. Peace. This is Trap Chat Alley U. Presented by Trap Since 95. Enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah.